folks, we're back. And it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, election season, what is it, a month, uh, a little, little under a month away, November 8th. And uh, as you know, uh, there's a lot of candidates vying for the position we have in the studios with us. David, uh, he is out to slay Goliath. We have Brian Flowers in the building. What's going on, Brian? Not much, Kim. How you doing? Doing all right, man. The hardest working man I know. You've been running for, uh, this is your second run for the congressional seat there, right? Your second run, yes, sir. All right. Well, tell us what's going on with you. Tell us about you. And for those who may not know you, who is Brian Flowers? Well, uh, my name is Brian Flowers. Uh, grew up in a small town in North Carolina. Uh, population 500 people, a lot like many of the towns around here in the 2nd Congressional District. Um, joined the military after high school. After the military, me and my wife uh, ended up making our way down here, getting involved in the commercial nuclear business. Work out at Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. Uh, been down here since 2014. And basically in 2000, uh, November of 2019, I looked at my wife on the back porch and I'm going to run for Congress. So, uh, you know, and basically it boiled down to we've still got three daughters in the education system. My oldest turned 16 in December. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with all the uh, woke mess going on and the indoctrination, I just couldn't sit by and watch these people tear apart the education system. And that really got me looking at all the other different aspects of District 2 as uh, the education system. And, the, and I looked at school district after school district, and it was just constant fail, 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 fail. You know, when we do that to our children, we're setting them up for failure. And, I mean, half these people aren't even quali- won't even be qualified to uh, work at a fast food restaurant. Yeah, sadly, that's, that is so true. Folks, we're talking with Brian Flowers, candidate for 2nd Congressional District there against Congressman Benny G. Thompson. Speaking of, uh, well, well, we'll get to that anyway. Uh, now, Brian, as you know, this is a challenge. Benny's a congressman for, what, the last 26 term, twenty-six years? 29. 29 years? Okay, okay. He's, he's had a good run. He's uh, He's been serving the people like no other. And the people are, uh, would you say the people are happy, grateful with his, with his service or what? I would say that the uh, vast majority of them are, uh, displeased, uh, to, to, to mm-hmm. put it nicely on the radio. Uh, they are very displeased with his performance. Uh, I, I was, and for an example, I was in uh, Roland Fork um, several weeks ago when he held a town hall, uh, and the farmers, didn't matter white farmer, black farmer, Hispanic, didn't matter who was there, they were tearing him up one side and down the other, and, and it was the same message over and over again you're not doing anything for us when are we getting our pumps you promised the pumps you you literally november 5th of 2021 he wrote a letter to the epa saying that they needed they needed to do another investigation two weeks later they canceled the pumps again so you know and there were a couple plants there and you could always tell who they were um, they were the ones that are all there in, in nice suits and everything else. The, the working people, the people, the farmers that were supposed to be, uh, uh, that he was there to see, they were the ones that still in their work clothes from being out in the field. They didn't, it was harvest time. They didn't have time to be there, but they were there because it was important enough for them to be there to express their concerns to Benny. All right. Folks, we're talking with Brian Flower, uh, Flowers. Brian, now you're welcome to throw out your, your contact and how people can reach you and help you, et cetera, every chance you get. So, 
Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. And anybody that would like to uh, get in touch with me, you can go to my website at flowersforcongress.com. Uh, there are different videos on there if you want to know where I stand on different topics. Uh, if you'd like to donate to the campaign, there's a donate tab on there. If you want to leave a message, you can do that as well. I'm also on Facebook at Brian Flowers for Congress. Uh, so feel free to visit me there. Follow the campaign. All right. Our number is 601-879-0002. Folks, we have the man himself in the studios, Brian Flowers. We have Jesse on the line. Hey, Jesse. Hey. You're on the air, sir. Okay. Uh, Mr. Flowers, I went to your web, your campaign website about three months ago or so and sent, sent sent you a message that I wanted to volunteer to help your campaign, and I live in East Madison County, and I'm willing to put up campaign signs and, and stuff for you in my area, and I never got a response. It makes me wonder if you're really serious about this, about winning this seat or not. Well, I appreciate you coming to the uh, website, and I do apologize that uh, you didn't get a response. We did have, at one point, we are having some issues with the uh, email. Um, tell you what, if you will, I will get your contact info. Uh, if you will send me a email, direct email to uh, Brian at well, hold Flowers. On, hold on. What we'll do is put him on hold after he finishes his comments. Get his number. You can call him directly. That'll work. All right. Uh, you, uh, you got any other comments? What we'll do is put you on hold and leave your number, and he'll call you as soon as he uh, take a break or after the show. Uh, that's it. I just want to know that, that they want my campaign help. I got you, brother. He yes, sir. Does. He said we're going to put you on hold. Hold on one minute, okay? All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah Brian, uh, being a, a one-man band, as it were, it, it is difficult juggling all the balls, and there's going to be some times when this type of thing has happened, but you do welcome all help, right? I do. Uh, in fact, uh, there's a lot of people that are in the four new counties that we picked up, uh, Amit, Franklin, Adams, and Wilkinson, that uh, are people are constantly, you know, just now finding out that, hey, Benny Thompson's my uh, congressman. Uh, no, mm-hmm. I don't want that. So they're they're contacting me and wanting signs and this, that, and the other. So, and there's other people that are wanting to volunteer their time. Many of them aren't able to get out and do door knocks. So they're willing to do phone calls, whatever we need. And I am extremely appreciative of that. Awesome. Now, uh, what are some of your needs right now? What areas do you uh, just just tell us what, what, what the campaign needs? Well, campaign always needs financing, um, you know, especially like you, you made the comment, David and Goliath. Right. Uh, we're going up against a juggernaut that has uh, several millions of dollars. Um, and, and I'm not backing down. I don't back down from a fight. I uh, never have, but uh, campaign always needs finances so we can get campaign signs. We can uh, get push cards out to people, things of that nature. Um, but uh, we're also looking at uh, getting our call center up and running uh, for right before the uh, camp, uh, the election uh, so we can make sure that we get those phone calls out. So if you'd like to volunteer to be a, uh, uh, on the call center mm-hmm. and just to uh, be able to get that uh encourage people to come out and vote for uh brian flowers we welcome that uh we're like i said we're getting ready to get that up and running um so again we're we're getting into these festivals right now so if you'd like to have a sign to show your support uh we're going to be down in natchez tomorrow and saturday uh i'll have half my team there half my team will be up in greenville uh for the hot tamale festival on saturday so if you want a sign and 
you want to go up there and ask a questions and see where see where we stand on things. I'll be down in Natchez the entire time, uh, so feel free to come down there and see us. Is uh, uh, is there a debate plan with all the candidates? I would like to see a debate. In fact, I have officially uh, issued a debate challenge uh, to Benny Thompson. Send it out. Send a press release to the uh, news agencies. Haven't heard anything from them. Surprise, surprise. Um, but uh, I don't honestly think I'm going to hear anything from Benny. But you know, he he did a debate once, got his butt handed to him, and embarrassed pretty badly, from my understanding. And uh, he won't debate anymore after that. So I don't really see him uh, answering my challenge. I'd like to see a debate. Like I said, I think he needs to answer for his record. And uh, or at least account for his record and the issues that are at hand right now. Folks, we're talking with Brian Flowers, Flowers for Congress. And you're running as a Republican. OK, a conservative Republican. OK, because people say, oh, he's running. As a, is he really Republican? I said, well, he ran as a Republican the last time. I didn't, you know, hey, what's going on with that? I don't even know how that got interjected into the uh, that was in the uh, the primary. Uh, well, you know, yeah, the primary. Somebody from up the country, up there in the northern counties, said they had not heard of you. I said, well, he's bona fide as far as I know. I haven't heard of anything to uh, make me say anything that, okay, I had raised eyebrows about him. But now, Brian, what are your stance on the issues? Obviously, uh, our economy's taking a beating. Uh, the borders are wide open. What's your thoughts? Just kind of go down the list of schools, crime, borders, uh, economy, gas, the whole nine yards. Well, like I said uh, at the beginning of the show, you know, one of the first things that I was looking at running on was education. We have to, we have got to do something about our education. When you have a school district that is uh, has an 88 uh, percent graduation rate and then only 5 percent of that 88 percent is proficient in math and only 10 percent is proficient in English, there's a big problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody sit there and tells me, well, it, that's a state issue. You know what? You're absolutely right. And when I get to Congress, I'm going to be working tirelessly uh, to ensure that it is even more of a state issue. And I will be getting with other uh, congressmen to create a coalition to completely dissolve the U.S. Department of Education and get Uncle Sam's hand out of that pot. Uh, It needs to be back with the states completely and give the states control and give the parents back their power. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uncle Sam doesn't need to tell me how to raise my my child. you know, some of the other things that, you know, you look at District 2, we had to pick up uh, four new counties this uh, this year, you know, after the census was done. Mm-hmm. Census says that we lost 65,000 people mm. to pick. Uh, district 2 has to be a minority majority district by by the edict that was put out. OK, well, if that's the case. Of that 65,000 people, if we had to pick up four counties to make up and bring us up back up to that minority majority, that tells me that the majority of the people that left were of the black community. There, There's no jobs here. I've got people calling me from Franklin County now, all these different counties. Mr. Flowers, we need help. We need jobs. There are no jobs here. Our education sucks, and our roads and bridges are falling down. Folks, let me tell you something right now. You see all these people, uh, all these uh, different uh, road construction here, road construction there. That is nothing more than a ploy. In the last 29 years, where the heck has he been? All of a sudden, right before the election, he's going to throw a couple, uh, fill in a couple of potholes. Please, 
this is nothing more than a ploy to uh, to show that he has uh, failed in, in, in his duties as a congressman. He is supposed to be getting us uh, different money for infrastructure. It hadn't happened. All he's been doing is lining his pockets. The, the, so like you were making a mention earlier, is the border being wide open? Right. As a person that is prior military, that concerns me deeply because I was in Norfolk, Virginia when 9-11 happened. When 9-11 happened, it hit the American people, but it hit each of us in a different way. It hit people that didn't have a, 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 a dog in the fight, per se, in a way that, oh, man, this is bad. But it hits people in New York, people at the Pentagon, people in Pennsylvania, the military. It hit all of us in a much different aspect. I don't ever want to see another 9-11 happen. And I don't think anybody else does either. But how many people, with that border being open, how many people have we caught that have been on the terrorist list? We've caught a couple. But there's been several people that they have admitted have gotten through that have not been caught. Now, out of those people, how many were on that watch list? How many terrorist cells are now in the United States because we haven't kept a, uh, control on our southern border? Sure. We have a proper procedures with entering into this country. Am I against immigration? Absolutely not. I, the country was founded on immigrants, uh, immigration. So when you have a proper procedure on how to come in, folks, it's called a port of entry. It's not just wherever the hell you want to come in across the Rio Grande. Those people need to be turned around and sent right back. I'm sorry. We have proper procedures. If you can't come in this country the way you need to come in, then you don't need to come in. Right. Yeah. And entertaining an argument about whether or not you like or dislike immigrants, that's nothing to do with it. Okay. We're going to go by other procedures. Well, there weren't any procedures in place when we got here, when the immigrants got Well, there are now. This is what you got to go by. It's called life. Get used to it. Uh, and this is, you know, Benny was down at the border. I didn't know this. There's a documentary on Ep- Epic Times TV. This gentleman, uh, journalist, went down to South America, all the way down to Venezuela, Peru, Started out with the caravans down there, rode, walked with them, rode with them. He said that they, they are being transported from one country to another by these NGOs. They're providing money and way station. Uh, but when they get here to the American border, he said the reason why they turn themselves in to the, to the officials is because then they get processed. They get a check for living and housing expenses for four years. Taxpayer money. Four years. It's supposed to be called a loan coming out of the State Department and Department of Homeland Security. They have to pay it back to the U.N. Well, nobody knows where these people are, and the U.N. doesn't care. They got them here. That's all they're concerned about. Uh, then we, are, we as a country, we're spending, we give each one of these immigrants a cell phone. We pay for the cell phone. It's costing us $93 million a year. And yet we don't have money for a water sewage system for Bolton Edwards, uh, Raymond and Clinton or Jackson. We don't have money for all the things the American people need. And Benny is on film down at the border passing out the phones or the phone cards, actually. Yep. I mean, at what point do we say, hey, you know, we like you, Benny, yada, 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 but could you do something for us? He's not going to do it. Our number is 601 879 Second district candidate. For Congress, Brian Flowers is in the house with us. You got a comment or question for Brian? Give us a call. He's taking all callers. Let's take a break. 
We'll be right back. All right, folks, we have in the studios with us Benny Thompson's replacement, Brian Flowers. He's here. And、uh, again, he's taking our calls. We have David. David on the line. What do you say, Dave? I'm here. You're on the air. All righty. Hey,、uh, Mr. Brian, thank you for、uh, trying to be a good public servant there. I wanted to get some information regarding your thoughts and actions with, of course, the open border, but the, the illicit drugs, the fentanyl coming in with it. That's, you know, that is, that is a sore spot for a lot of people across the United States, and I appreciate you asking that. You know, as far as the, wall,、uh, the border goes, we, we should have shut that thing down、uh, at least a year and a half, two years ago.、Uh, you know, President Trump tried to、uh, get the wall built. I think that is a good、uh, method. If the, if the Democrats want to,、uh, to use technology, fine, we can incorporate that in it. But the wall is, a, is, is probably the most efficient deterrent for people coming across.、Uh, we can put up cameras. We can have drones flying. We can do all that stuff too. But、uh, I think the wall does need to go up.、And、as far as the fentanyl, that, is, that stuff's extremely dangerous. I mean, they're, they're getting it to the point where it's starting to look like nerds and Skittles.、Uh, and, and with Halloween right, across the,、uh, right, across, right around the corner, you know, it. it That's going to be extremely dangerous. That parents are now going to have to be on extreme lookout、uh, just to make sure that the children aren't going to OD on fentanyl because it looks like a Skittle or a nerd. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, brother. Dave, appreciate your call. All right, sir. All right. We got Concerned Citizen here on the line. Yes, you're on the air. Uh, hello. Uh, first, I'll say hello to Kim and then、uh, to Mr. Flowers.、Um, I hope I'm、uh, calling you Congressman Flowers for too long. But、uh, I talked,、uh, I called in a little earlier in the week and、uh, I told Kim that、uh, we had a guy named Thomas that was calling and talking about <laughs> education. And I called and、uh, I urged or told Kim that、uh, what I would like to see. Any federal money that's coming to the state for education should be、um, given directly to the kids as a voucher so they could go wherever they wanted to go. If the state gets the money, you don't know what's going to happen to it. But uh, uh, if the kids have the money, they can choose where they want to go. And as long as they're going to an accredited school、mm-hmm. and you put competition into the education system, and all of a sudden you're going to see the education system get better. So I hope. Uh, that you get elected, and、uh, when you get elected, I、uh, hope you will、uh, try to pursue、uh, vouchers for the kids. Absolutely. And, and let me、uh, touch base on that one. You know, I, I wholeheartedly agree that,、uh, you know, first and foremost, like I said at the beginning, you know, a little earlier, I, I want to see the U.S. Department of Education completely dissolved and everything given back to the states. But I know that's going to take a little bit of、uh, time, and that's going to be a hard nut to crack. However,、uh, You know, at the same time, I also am in favor of choice schools. I think that the money needs to follow the, ch-、uh, the child、uh, and not just given to the school. And, you know, there's a lot of military people, and, and I'm a little part, part and partial to the military just because I am a、uh, veteran. But、uh, there's a lot of people that are in the military that get transferred, you know, to a different place. Well, the money that went to that school, when they transfer to the next place, 
there's no money that follows that child. So the other the school that has the child coming in has to make do with the resources that it has. It has no help whatsoever. Well, I, I we need more people that'll that'll try to pursue this, and and they're already doing it in some <laughs> states. I think Arizona is one of them where they're giving vouchers to the kids. That's right. We need to do that here in Mississippi, but I think it needs to be mandated uh, from the federal government. With If the money is coming from the federal government, it should not come to the state. It needs to go to the kids. And uh, I'm just wishing you the best of luck, and, and uh, uh, I hope you win uh, in November. I appreciate that very much, sir. Pre- appreciate you, Doc. Right. You know, uh, that's, that's what Donald, President, Donald Trump's president proved, that these problems aren't intractable. They are solvable. You just got so many folks out there making money off the present setup to the detriment of everyone. And the truth is, there's still money to be made just by doing it right. And they don't want to do it right, man. It's just laziness. You know, they, they think that they have a the a niche in the system and they're not willing to get, give it up or even entertain doing something different. Because people – and here's the next thing. You know, and that's one thing about this. People, people are – scared of change right you know they they don't know what's coming they don't know what to do they know how to they know that what they're having to deal with now and they're just having to make do and muddle through but they don't know if they want to have change and you know here's the here's the thing is if if what is what is going on is detrimental to our children uh or to any aspect of government for that matter Change has to happen. Otherwise, we're just going to keep going the exact same thing over and over again and expect a different result. To my knowledge, that is Einstein's definition of insanity. That's exactly what it is. Our number six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two candidate, 2nd District uh, for Congress is Brian Flowers. Brian, uh, no, give them your website before we go to this next call. Website is uh, flowersforcongress.com. Also, Facebook at Brian Flowers for Congress. All right. Call you on the air. Uh, Scotty, you on the air? Yes, sir. Hey, you on the air. How you doing, buddy? Oh, yes, sir. I was just going to see if Mr. Flowers could do something about the – I know it, in Mississippi we have uh, 82 counties. Right. Okay, yes. Okay, we lost him. All right. He can call back. Uh, we didn't get, the, get his question, but uh, we got Chris on the line. Hey, Chris. How are you doing? Hey. How are you doing, uh, future congressman? How are you? I'm doing good, sir. How are you? Great. As uh, as Kim will tell you and Jameson Haygood will tell you, I am probably harder on the Republicans than I am on the, uh, the Democrats. I feel that once we hold our own representatives accountable, uh, especially when we're electing Republicans, I think things go well. I keep hearing a common theme from some of the callers calling in, talking about money coming from the federal government. The federal government doesn't have any money. The nope. federal government has taxpayer funds that were given to them. And I looked at it more that, hey, this money belongs to the taxpayers and I'm the steward of it, rather than just coming out and spending it. Because psychologically speaking, it's easier to spend somebody else's money when you don't have any responsibility mm-hmm. for it. I actually called out uh, Senator Wicker this uh, weekend on Facebook where he was posing with his nice little firebird down at the car show down on the coast. And I said, wow, 
spending other people's money has definitely been profitable for you. <laughs> so, so sure. anyway, sure. uh, a couple of quick things. I, I think if we can get back to uh, Congress people that are there to serve and focus on their ultimate responsibility, which is the protection of the civil liberties of the citizens, that is literally the one thing that you swear an oath to do. Yes, sir. And the other que- the question that I have for you, and I asked this question of Congressman Trent Kelly and was severely disappointed in his answer. When you get into Congress and Benny Thompson's gone, will you sign on to the necessary impeachment proceedings for individuals that are in the current administration that have clearly violated the Constitution? Absolutely. Uh, Mayorkas, uh, the Secretary of Defense, uh, I can name about three or four others. Right. See, here's here's the bottom line is with being uh, prior military, you know, I swore an oath just it's going to be similar to what I will swear in again when I take on take into Congress that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States uh, against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And if that means that the people that are currently in there that have completely uh, thrown Congress, the Constitution out the window and they're just trying to do their own thing. I'm going to hold them accountable, and I don't care if I if I make friends up there or not. I'm there to serve the people. Congress uh, Congress was a term of service. It's not a career, and that's what I'm looking at doing. I will self-impose term limits on myself. I will make sure that I will hold other people accountable while I am there. But this is not well, going to be I, a career. I, I appreciate that, and it's refreshing to hear. The, the reason I was disappointed in Congressman Kelly's answer was it was contingent upon whether or not we could get 67 votes in the Senate. Now, I didn't have a chance to speak with him, but that's not his responsibility. His responsibility is to charge and then impeach and then send that over to the Senate who tries and convicts and removes. That's and correct. His, and his responsibility should never be contingent on whether or not he gets 67 votes in the Senate. So to me, that tells me that he's not willing to, to uh, to take the fight out there or take his responsibility seriously. Well, see, Congressman Kelly might be a nice man, but he's abdicating his duties if he doesn't uh, take care of protecting and defending the citizens against violations of their civil rights. That's right. And, and you know, a lot of people don't have the backbone anymore that are in Congress. You know, they may be nice people, but they, you know, we need people that have a backbone that are going to stand up against the opposition when it's wrong. Amen. Hey, brother, we appreciate your call, man. I'll see you Monday, Kim. All right, brother. See you then. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. It is Thursday, and Brian Flowers in the studio is with us. He's running for uh, the Congressional District, being uh, right now ruined by Benny Thompson. He's coming to the rescue, folks. For those of you who want change, Benny's been there going on 30 years. He's up $80 million. He started out with $40,000 in his pocket. He went to uh, uh, Washington, D.C. on a Greyhound, and now he's slamming Cadillac doors, living a good life, riding around on a gas car. While you're paying $4 a gallon, he's getting it absolutely free from you and I. We have Brian Flowers, and we have Scott on the line. What do you say, Scott? Yes, sir. You're on the air, my friend. Oh, hi. Uh, how you doing, Mr. Flowers? Doing good, Scott. How you doing? I'm doing well. I uh, I had an opportunity to meet you in our uh, little town the other day, and uh, I uh, enjoyed talking with you that day. Uh, listen, I've heard of a lot of good issues being talked about today, and they're all very important with the 
the schools and of course the the pumps and stuff like that and i i was just kind of wondering if you could maybe uh speak on the the second amendment and kind of where you stand on that with this common sense gun control and you know the weapons bans that are being pushed and stuff right now um just kind of wanted to get your uh input on that and that's about all i have i appreciate your time all right my friend thank you okay scott all right so my my opinion on the second amendment is you know the second amendment was not put here so that we could go hunting or we could own whatever gun we wanted the the second amendment was put in place to uh to prevent a tyrannical government from taking over as it did before it was to protect the american people all right that amendment needs to stay intact and and not even be trifled with um i myself have a small arsenal at my house i'll let anybody know that i don't mind uh you know ar-15s ar-10s several pistols it doesn't matter to me um but as far as uh gun control goes the only thing i could even see uh i do not agree with the red flag laws i think that that is uh that is uh, unconstitutional. Uh, I mean, you could you could get somebody to just get upset with you, and if they know you have a, a pistol or you know an assault rifle, they can go and report you for whatever reason. I, I think that's wrong. Um, but as far as if, if you want to know, should, you know, there's a lot of people asking. Well, we need more. We need more in depth background checks. The only background check we need to have right now is I think the one that we have is uh, sufficient. Um, the only enhancement that I would see making to it would maybe look at if you've been uh, if you've had to go and, and been put in for a mental health evaluation or you've had to have uh, treatment for mental health. Maybe we could look at that. Um, but as far as uh, gun control, that that's the extent that I would go to it. Um, you know, the, a lot of times the federal government, in my opinion, doesn't need to know exactly what I have. There's a and that's a that's a reason that that's the reason that a lot of people go and they do back uh, backyard deals. You know, they buy from their uncle or they buy from uh, a friend of theirs because they don't want anybody tracking it. That's a good point. And now the uh, um, the mental health issue uh, is certainly understandable. That's certainly what the politicians are doing. But my concern about that, not that it's not a good idea to have people who have problems and stated, uh, you know, some caution there. But the way our these anti-gunners are planning on using that, you know, it just it just spreads and spreads and spreads. And, you know, or if you're the relative of someone who has had mental problems, you can't have a gun in the house. Yeah, see, that's pushing it a little too far. Yeah. And that's my concern when they start saying that, that you can't be in a house with a gun because you, you know. Because I don't believe in this lifetime registry uh, that you can't have a gun if you've had a, 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 what they consider a domestic violence. Because they've expanded domestic violence to be any kind of disagreement with anybody, right? You know, so I, I have a real problem with that. Yeah, know? there's several laws, several of it that needs to be reevaluated uh, as far as uh, the background checks that we do. Um, I, like you were saying, I mean, it, they, they can take things too far. And, you know, if you're the relative of somebody that's had a, a background check or a mental health issue, mm-hmm. look, that person's not, uh, I didn't have the mental health issue. They did. I'm the one trying to buy the gun. Right. So you can't stop me from 
exercising my Second Amendment right. Right. Give me my dang on gun. There you go. There you go. All right, number six oh one eight seven nine zero 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 two. Brian Flowers here. He's answering all calls. He's not screening any calls. He's taking them as they come. And uh, uh, Brian, tell them how they can get hold of you. Who's that, Chris? Sean. Sean. Okay. Well, I can be reached on my website at uh, flowersforcongress.com. Right. Uh, you can also get me on Facebook at uh, Brian Flowers for Congress. And if you want to send me an email, you can always do that at brian at flowersforcongress.com. All right. Let's go to Sean. Hello, Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, Cam. How are you? How are you doing? Doing great, my friend. That's good. Uh, I was listening to uh, to you and Brian. I just more or less had a redundant statement just because I can, but I think uh, <laughs> you guys would agree. But uh, for Brian, um, all the Second Amendment stuff, honestly, uh, for me personally, we shouldn't even be talking about. Not not talking about you know now. I'm just saying. In, in the in the eye of uh, your uh, patriotic American, we shouldn't even be talking about it. Um, you know, if you want to have a quote AR or whatever, because they, they they call them a, they, oh well, AR stands for assault rifle, right? Uh, which isn't true for uh, armor. Uh, uh, and then and it goes even further with fully automatic weapons. I mean, uh, I could sit here and. Uh, go on and on about Second Amendment. If a dude has, I didn't know this, it's actually legal to own a tank um, and helicopters and all that. You just got to have the the money. And the license is harder. The license only costs $2,000. But mm. the the equipment costs, you know, a couple million. Mm. So it's kind of like a back and forth thing where, you know, you can't, you can get the license, but you don't have the money to get the equipment. And that's what they've been doing. But uh, to make it long, to make it short, uh, long story short, I was just going to say that, you know what I think is the reason why we have so many crazy people in this world is because of the second, or because of, they're trying to regulate the Second Amendment. Crazies, they usually get rid of the other crazies. And so, may the best, you know, may the uh, the best man win. If, it, if my neighbor has a, I don't care if he's got a tank sitting in his yard and I've got a, a slingshot, you know. Uh, if we get out and we have an argument, well, then that's how it should be. Take it back to the West days and uh, get out there and uh, Fast see who, who the best man is. And that's <laughs> how you get rid of them. But eventually it's coming to that. I, I, I do think that. and uh, But I am pulling for you for uh, Congress. All right. Well, I appreciate that, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank, uh, you. thank you now. Uh, the, the, the whole Second Amendment thing, you know, this whole notion that we got to get permission. Uh, but the Supreme Court, and I think they're going to be more – inclined to hear the pleas of our second minute uh, supporters now that their homes have gotten raided and you know they've gotten accosted they said whoa like any other liberal they get the the lights come on let's go to wade what's up my friend hey brother how you doing today uh future mayor and future yeah. congressman that's right we're running here <laughs> that's right <laughs> doing fine sir <laughs> i enjoyed everything you said so far you sound mm-hmm. like you're on the right page I just wanted to ask you what your position was on the January 6th Good inmates. Good question. Okay, so January 6th. Um, let me go ahead and, and preface this by, regardless if you agree with it or not, we have Americans that are being held in uh, custody that have not been charged with a crime yet and are <laughs> basically being denied their rights of a fair and speedy trial. Um that in itself is wrong. 
as far as the January 6th, uh, the whole event goes, do I think what they what happened that day was right? No, I do not. Do I think it was an insurrection? No, I do not. Uh, a true insurrection would have lots and lots of weapons and lots weapons. and lots of uh, dead people. And uh, to my knowledge, uh, there was only one person that was killed that day. Uh, and uh, it was by the police. So uh, I don't believe that it is what they are making it out to be. I think this is nothing more than another witch hunt to go after President Trump uh, to keep him from running uh, in 2024. But I think Benny Thompson is failing at that miserably. Uh, he has embarrassed himself over and over again. Uh, just today, they're trying to recreate his uh, mental state without getting any information from President Trump or anybody in his cabinet. So I don't – yeah, this is going to be a one-sided – we think that software X. So, you know, I think it's a bunch of hogwash, to be honest with you. Well, I think that is about the best answer you could have given, and uh, – <laughs> And I feel the same way. If you committed a crime on that day, you should be locked up. Agreed. You still have your rights. Right. And, the, and what they're citing as crimes is a stretch. But uh, we are where we are. It is what it is. But we do right. need. The cities are letting out criminals, but uh, but we're holding January 6th people. You know, it's just crazy. It is. Brother, look, we're up against a uh, clock here, Wade. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, sir. All right, Thank let's you. Take, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Folks, let's go to Navy Blue on the line. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call, Kim. Yes, sir. You got Brian. Hey, Mr. Flowers, I'd like to ask you a couple of, couple of fast-hitting questions. Are you ready? Sure, go ahead. All right. So where do you stand on the January 6th issue? Do you think that it was an insurrection, or do you think it was a protest? Honestly, I think it was a protest that uh, that was uh, uh, basically whipped into a uh, frenzy by outside organizations. I do not think it was an insurrection. Exactly. Uh, okay, I want to stop you right there and get to the next question. Okay. Man. Okay, good deal. Um, all right, so we know that the, the panel, the commission, just voted to uh, bring Donald Trump in to basically uh, subpoena him to come in and testify, um, do you think that Donald Trump has a leg to stand on to say no, or do you think he's ready to do something like this? You know, I honestly don't have an answer on that one. Um, you know, I mean, I don't. If you're subpoenaed by Congress. Okay, okay, that's good. Yeah, let's not get into, wait off into the weeds on that. I understand. Okay. Um, that's a hard one. And, and so, uh, all right. Do you know what um, ESG is? Environmental. That's what a government's required yeah. to do all that. Environmental and social government right. governance. Do you know what that is? I've briefly read up on it. I don't know. Okay. I'm no, not okay. in Let depth. Let me stop you there. Do you, know, do you know the source of it? Well, we're about out of time, brother. You need to get Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I know. I was late calling in. Um Man, these are these are these are not just not just not state, but but global issues that you're going to have to understand and vote on. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. All Brian right. Flowers, your website. Brian Flowers for Congress uh, is the Facebook. Flowersforcongress.com is the website. All right, all the best, man. Call in in between now and the election day, or call in on election day to exhort the followers. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, Ken. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back in 22 hours. <laughs> 